Julie Ryan, noted psychic and medical intuitive, is ready to answer your personal questions, even those you never knew you could ask. For more than 25 years, as she developed and refined her intuitive skills, Julie used her knowledge as a successful inventor and businesswoman to help others. Now, she wants to help you to grow, heal, and get the answers you've been longing to hear. Do you have a question for someone who's transitioned? Do you have a medical issue? What about your pet's health or behavior? Perhaps you have a loved one who's close to death and you'd like to know what's happening. Are you on the path to fulfill your life's purpose? No matter where you are in the world, take a journey to the other side and ask Julie Ryan. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Ask Julie Ryan Show. I'm Julie, your host, and I'm so delighted you could join us this week. My intention in doing this show is to provide information, insight, and comfort to people all around the world by helping to answer life's unanswerable questions. And we're doing something special this week because I have Miss Angie Irway with us. And Angie and I have known each other for several years, and I'll let her tell you how we met. And uh, I am at my nephew's wedding this weekend in Ohio which should be really fun. He's perfect, of course, because he's my godson. So his whole life, whenever he get in trouble, I'd always say to his parents, well, he's perfect. And I'd say, yeah, maybe not so much. And I'd say, no, I know he is. So anyways, um, I asked Angie to join us this week, and I just thought it would be fun to talk to Miss Angie. She has a new show she's going to tell you about, and a little bit of her background. She lives in New York. And she's a businesswoman who learned how to do woo-woo, like me. And she is uh, a banker. She was a banker for 15 years and, and did banker stuff and banking management stuff. And so now she's taken all her skill sets from the corporate world and combined it with her skills as a mom and a wife and added some spiritual seasoning to it. And she has a new show called Souls Squared that I wanted you all to know about. So Angie Girl, welcome. I'm so thrilled you're on on the podcast. I am so honored and so thrilled and happy to be here, Julie. Thank you so much. You are most welcome. Most welcome. Angie, tell everybody how we met. We've known each other for what, three years or so? Yes. So back in 2016, I came across you on someone else's podcast. You were interviewed on another podcast. And then I went to your website and you were able to answer one of my questions through your blog. And I was blown away by how accurate and spot on you were. It was a medical question. So I really like to say that you are part of the, one of the pieces to the puzzle to my spiritual awakening, because um, it was from that point forward that I really started to dive into the spiritual world and learn more about the woo side of things and just huge awakenings from that point forward. And it's been a, a ride since 2016. And it's been amazing to watch your show grow and your impact and just how many lights you're turning on in the world. So it's been amazing to be in your space. Oh, thanks so much, sweet pea. It's been amazing to be in your space too and watch this all unfold for you. And everybody, full disclosure, Angie just finished my first round of angelic attendant training. We did it in what, a couple weeks in February and two in March. And um, so that 
it has really been fun because we had people from four different countries and and uh, different nationalities and all that, but we were all joined together, weren't we, in learning how to do, how to communicate with spirit, how to control it, how to validate the information we get. And I'm watching magical things really start to manifest for everybody that, that uh, was involved in that first class. And I'm getting ready to start my second class. It's going to be the four Saturdays in April. So can you share anything with everybody listening about, about the class? And Absolutely. Absolutely. So it's really funny. I mean, I have this way of manifesting things. A couple months ago, I was thinking, wow, I really wish that I could work with Julie and she could teach me to do what she does, right? And I was looking up all the books that you suggested and searching your teacher out online. And then you came out and made this announcement that you were going to do a training. And I was like, no way. Oh, my goodness. This is so exciting. Um, So, of course, I signed up. And just, first of all, you created a sacred container for everybody to come together and really dive in. Um, Everybody was at a different level. So some people that are brand new to Woo and others that have kind of been you know, trying to understand it for a while, but you met everybody where they were at and everybody just left the course so elevated. And um, just, I think everybody left with a skill set to be able to really dive into their own um, spiritual journey and connecting with, you know, our angels and spirit guides and just the team that we look to, to really kind of help us on this journey here on earth. So it was absolutely incredible. I can't say enough amazing things about it. If you're even thinking about it, you definitely need to just do it. Well, thanks for that. I My goal in it is to utilize my skill sets that I spent the equivalent of a, you know, a medical school um, tuition amount of money learning how to do all this stuff, and I've been doing it for 25 years, to condense it and at least give people the basics. It's, I think of it as if somebody, if we can teach somebody to read, they can learn anything that they want. And I look at this in the same way. If we can teach people how to communicate with spirit, both alive and deceased, then it can, it can go in whatever direction their spirit's path is. And it helps people figure out what their spirit's path, what their soul's path is. Why I get that asked that all the time. Why, what's my life's purpose? You know, this helps them figure that out. We had some people in the class that wanted to be animal communicators. We had some that, that wanted to do uh, healing stuff. We had some that just wanted to increase their own spirituality. We had some that wanted to communicate with deceased loved ones and we all have the ability to do all of that stuff it's just learning how to utilize those Mm -hmm. abilities and more importantly turn it on and off which you guys learn and also um, to validate the information that you get Mm -hmm. because we all get information and you know if it's not the right thing it's not going to be real useful if it's if we're not hearing it clearly so thank you for that tell everybody about your new show soul squared and and a little bit about what you hope to accomplish with that and when people listen where they can find you and and all the particulars so i had the privilege of meeting this amazing um another light leader she works a lot with um angels and we kind of became soul sisters and we came up with the idea to start this podcast and it's called souls squared and basically 
when you come together and your souls come together and we're shining our light, you can change the world in an exponential way. So we're kind of using our podcast as a platform to bring the light to um, female entrepreneurs and mothers and women out there who want to learn more about their spiritual side, who know that there's more to life than what is staring at us in the eyes. Um, I'm a firm believer that sometimes we have to believe more in what we can't see than what we do see and kind of call that into our space. And this is just a sacred community we've created right now um, while we're getting our podcast up and running. It's on Facebook. You can find our group um, Souls Squared. And we go live every Thursday morning at 11 a.m. Eastern. And we cover money and manifesting and mindset work. And of course, what we call magic or the woo side of things, just helping women truly understand that they are co-creators in their life. Um, they don't have to be victims of circumstance anymore. And once you awaken to that and you realize that you are co-creating your experience here on this earth, you can never go back to sleep again. You can never go back to the way that you were before once you learn, wow, you know, what is at your fingertips? And, you know, you've done such a beautiful job through your podcast of um, teaching that to people as well. Just you have the world is your buffet. You just literally the universe is an order taker and you just need to put your desires out there. So just really walking hand in hand with women, creating a sacred community for them to show up and shine and be lit up again. When you talk about uh, believe what we can't see, can you give us some examples of that and perhaps something that's happened in your life that was something that you couldn't see? You talked about manifesting things earlier. Can you can you speak more about that and and give us some examples or an example of something that would would illustrate that whole concept of believe in what you don't see because I think we're so well educated now most of us a lot of us and as we as a society have become more well educated we want to see proof first off and I think that whole faith-based philosophy especially to younger people I'm finding is is way less of a of just a given than it was certainly to my parents and grandparents, and even to some extent to me, mm -hmm. so you're way younger than I am. So talk about that a little bit. So I kind of had to recondition my mind for sure um, around spirituality. And I was raised Baptist. So very, um, I had a very religious mindset. So I do believe there is this difference between religion and spirituality. What and do you think that difference is? I think religion is more rule-based and, you know, behave and, you know, like there's some big man in the sky that's going to, you know, strike down on you if you do something wrong kind of thing. And that's probably not a popular opinion, but um, spirituality is more of this relationship with the universe and knowing that there is not a big man in the sky that's mad at you, but you know, there's just this universal love that is surrounding you all the time that you have access to, that you can tap into at any time. Um, spirituality really helped me understand Christianity more, actually. And it had it, it had, more things made sense, like more scriptures in the Bible made sense to me through a spiritual lens than through just a soul 
um, religious standpoint, if that makes any sense. Can you give us an example of something out of the Bible? Yesterday, the reason I'm asking, yesterday I spoke at a um, Methodist church, huge Methodist church, to their Sunday school class, who's using my book, Angelic Attendance, as part of their curriculum, which I was just so touched that these people were doing this. And so there were probably 40 people in the class, and I definitely got their brains thinking and stirred it up some with, they were, they were referring to Bible stories and saying, well, how do you, how do you explain that if, if there isn't a, uh, a hell or if there aren't evil spirits and that kind of thing. So can you give us an example of something that you've discovered as you become more in tune with your spirituality that maybe helped you understand a Bible verse better? So a couple things here. I, it never really settled well with me that we had all of these different religious um, denominations, so to speak. So you know, we kind of changed the Bible or changed beliefs in certain ways to make them fit whatever denomination we were in, right? So that never really felt good to me. And it also didn't feel good to me that <clears throat> we would t- try to take Christianity and not, you know, not all religions, but say that this is the only way when we know that we have Buddhists and, you know, so many other religions that are out there that are amazing And it just made me realize that the universal religion of all is love. Like we all have the same concept of a higher power, but how we view that higher power is different. Um, But at the end of the day, it's the same higher power that we're all talking about and worshiping, whether, you know, you're a shaman or a Buddhist, you know, it's just this idea of a higher love and being a part of that co-creating and not just you know, you might have a chance to get into heaven and you might have a chance to get into hell. Two totally different avenues there, right? And it just, it made more sense to me to be more accepting of all the religions and just knowing that we all have the same hope and promise at the end of the day. And that's just, you know, we all come from love. We're all in this together. And, you know, we're all co-creating all the time. It's not just, you know, Christians are going to, go to heaven and, you know, the rest are out there. When I was a kid, we used to talk about this. Of course, I was raised Roman Catholic and, and even the cemetery where five generations of my family are buried, they have a section in the back of the cemetery for mixed marriages, people that were Catholic and who married somebody who wasn't Catholic. I remember as a little kid saying to my mom, what do you think like, Methodists go to one part of heaven and Catholics go to another part and Jews don't even get in because they don't believe in God. And she and I don't even remember what she said, but I'm sure it was, you know, within the doctrine of what she'd been taught. And I remember being a little kid and just laughing at her and going, seriously, mom, it just doesn't make sense. I agree with you. But is there a particular Bible verse or verses that you changed how you looked at something? I I certainly have one that I'll share after you do, but I think to your point, and I've never heard it put so eloquently before, Ange, that that uh, it really it helps you look at Bible verses and and parts of the Bible in a different person with a different perspective, and it so it changes the context 
of how we can utilize it. Anything come to mind for you? So this is a very extreme example, but this was like my life-changing day of my life example. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so it was January 7th of 2017 and I was at work sitting at my desk and I've had a rather rough morning with a customer that morning. And I just kept thinking like, I don't get paid well enough to be treated like this. Like, <laughs> you know, seriously. So I was stressed out and I just sat there and I was like, okay, God, universe, angels, team, Angie, whoever is out there listening, like, you know, I don't want to be here anymore. You know, I want to be home with my babies and do my own thing. Like, please help me. I, at that point was at a point in my career where I just felt like the life was being sucked out of me and my soul was like drying up and it was doing stuff to my body. Like we know stress does all these crazy things to us and I just wasn't in this good place. So I kept hearing like, all right, you need to take the rest of the day off. And I was like, okay, I can do that. You know, I'll take a half day off. And so I left the bank that day and I was driving down the road and I, you know, had been teary eyed because it was, it was emotional. I was like, I just hit my breaking point. You know, we all have that moment where we can look back and be like, that was it. So I was driving down the road and I look out my windshield and I see these clouds that have rainbows moving through the clouds, like bright, beautiful, vibrant colors moving through these clouds. And I was like, I almost wrecked the car because I couldn't believe what I was seeing. <laughs> so I finally get pulled over in the parking lot and I'm standing outside my car and I'm taking pictures with my phone, hoping that they come out because I'm like, everybody has to see this. And I'm looking around like, how is nobody else seeing this? This is the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. Like, how are you not looking at these right now? So I eventually got back in my car and drove down the road again. And I pulled over because I looked up and saw the colors going through again. And I stood, it was 20 below zero in upstate New York that day, oh, 20 below zero. So here I am on the side of the road. Crazy woman. <laughs> standing out, looking into the sky across this field. People are driving by like, is she okay? But at any rate, I'm looking up and I'm watching these colors move through the clouds. So as the colors moved through me or moved through the clouds, I could feel, literally feel the energy moving through me. So for me, the verses that came up for me then that I completely understood that I'd never wrapped my head around before in times of trouble and triumph were, um, I can't think of the exact verse, but it was, um, you will experience a peace that surpasses all understanding. And he who is in me is greater than he who is in the world. So at that moment in time, I felt complete peace and joy and happiness like I had never felt before ever. And in my heart, I heard the words, your life is happening outside those four walls, not behind that desk. It's happening out here. And that was like the beginning of the end for me <laughs> over the next 18 months. Um, the universe like co-created with me to get me out of the bank. And, you know, now I get to live smack dab in the middle of my dream life, but it was standing on the side of the road that day that I experienced that peace and experienced, you know, whatever's inside me is greater than anything that's ever going to happen outside of me. And I always have that power within that I can tap into. And another thing that I can compare it to on the spiritual side of things is, <clears throat> Abraham, um, Esther and Jerry Hicks channel Abraham. Mm -hmm. And, you know, Esther is always talking about being in the vortex. You need to be in the vortex of creation. And this is what it feels like to be in the vortex. And for the first time, I was like, wow, this is complete elation. This is what it feels like to be in the vortex. 
And I, I can't explain it other than I could literally, as the colors moved through the clouds, like through waves of energy through the clouds, I could just feel it with every fiber of my being, like into my cells. <clears throat> so that was like it for me. And I knew from that point forward, you know, A, my ears, my prayers were going to be answered. And B, you know, the universe was going to work with me to get me out of there and to create this life that I had always wanted to create. Like it was all laid out for me that day. And I, I've uh, held your hand and walked with you through some of this transition over the years. And, and everybody, I can tell you the things that Angie has uh, been through, the things that she has been through and the things that she has accomplished are really remarkable and uh, are, are the legend of stories. They make movies out of stories like this, you know, from the seeing the rainbows in the clouds and all of that. But what, what do you think it was that made you have the capability to see the rainbows in the cloud when others were unable to see them? And that's number one. And number two, did the pictures come through on your phone? So the pictures I'll, I'll do, I'll start from the back first. Okay. The pictures absolutely came through on my phone and I've been chasing clouds ever since. So I remember seeing them. That's why I kind of set you up for that question, but right. I wanted everybody to know the answer to that. Yes. So you can randomly see me pulled off on the side of the road anywhere in upstate New York on any given day, 20 below or 70 degrees, doesn't matter. Um, but the ability to see them, I was looking you know, I was open to receive an answer to the question that I just asked. You know, I literally had just cried out and said, help me. You know, I don't want to be here. And it was just that surrender of I'm willing to do what it takes. I'm willing to see what I need to see. Just, you know, eyes wide open. I'm here. I'm awake. I see the light. You know, I see this the beautiful, colorful light. Like if you can do this in the universe, and you can create this beauty. I know that, you know, I'm a vessel and you can do the same exact thing through me. Like you right. can light me up and show me what my purpose is and send me on that path. Right. And were you raised by spiritual parents? I mean, were you raised like in a commune chanting under crystals or <laughs> <laughs> what's, what's your background? You said, you said Baptist. So my guess crystals probably weren't involved, but tell everybody what, what your background is and and how you were raised and and how uh, different what you're living now perhaps is from how you were raised. Right. So so many things here, so many different levels. But um, I grew up with parents that definitely believed in God. I was raised on a farm, so on Sundays we actually had a family friend that took me to church because my parents were usually still finishing up barn chores and couldn't go. Um, my dad always talked about God, you know. <clears throat> he, the good Lord willing and the sun shines kind of thing, you know, just praying for rain some days and sun, sun other days, <laughs> you know, that was the extent of our religion, uh, do right by others. You know, I was definitely raised right, but it certainly was not, if you said anything about crystals or, you know, spirit guides or any of those things to this day, my father would probably look at me like I had three heads, <laughs> but, um, no, it's just, I think there comes a point in your life where you see the light again and you are awakened and you can never go back to that, that sleeping state. You can never go back to autopilot. And 
you know, it might start out just a little bit at a time, or it might be like overtaking you. But for me, it was a little bit at a time. Like if you told me five years ago that I would be carrying crystals in my purse and literally have rocks in my bag, like (laughs) I probably would have thought, you know, you're crazy. But when you, part of it, understanding it for me was the science behind it as well as the spiritual side. So if you can back it up with science and see the evidence of the law of attraction and energy and the energy of crystals and all of these things that there is actual proof for, (laughs) um, that was definitely, that definitely helped me a lot. But I always say, you know, it's not my job to convince you, but it's my job to awaken you and show you what's available. You can think that I'm crazy talking about angels or... (laughs) you know, that I feel my grandma or grandpa all the time, that's okay. But maybe someday, it could be five years from now, you'll look back and be like, wow, you know, Angie was talking about that. And I kind of felt somebody's presence today. And maybe there's something to that. So it's really, it's not convincing you. It's just making you aware of what's available to you. Well, I think to your point, when you mentioned awakening, I believe you know this, and mostly everybody listening, if you've listened to me before, I believe we're all born with intuitive capabilities, and it's just learning to enhance them and validate them and learn how to work with them. And certainly it has to do with vibration levels, and that's what you reached on your own without knowing what was going on which is you reached a very high level of vibration on that day when you had that epiphany and you saw those clouds that were rainbow colors. And so that's what, that's what we talked about in my, in the class that we just finished the angelic attendant training is how do you access that on demand? How do you turn it on and off? How do you live your life like that instead of it just being a a happenstance and it's a chance event. And by you surrendering basically your control. And as a banker, you have to be very controlling. I mean, for heaven's sakes, you're dealing with money and lots of numbers and that kind of thing. And I think when you just said, okay, show me, you were at a vibration level that was very high and you were able to receive inspiration. For sure. And that's, that's what we're all uh, working towards, I think. And, and, in every aspect of our lives, not just in the spiritual side, but doing what you're doing, which is combining the spiritual side into your businesswoman, mom, wife, farm girl, you know, all of that. And, and I guess the question I want to ask is, have you seen your, your life in all of all or some of those areas change and or um, hopefully improve by utilizing these skill sets that you're learning and learning to access on demand, if you will. I sound like a TV ad, don't I? (laughs) Access the movie on demand. But have you noticed that it's changed your life in a better way or, um, you know, in any way? And how? When you realize that you're not a victim to your circumstances anymore and you realize that you have this amazing access to power and creation through, you know, tapping into whether it's through meditation or journaling or connecting with your spirit guides or your angels, or even just chasing rainbow clouds, whatever your form of meditation or 
you know, spiritual connection is tapping into that every single day. Um, I always say in my journey, the simplest thing has always been the most important thing for me. And one of those things that I shared with you before we hopped on is for me, it's journaling. And this is something that Abraham Hicks talks about a lot, um, scripting. So you can either sit down with a journal and say, today was so bad. It was so terrible. I stubbed my toe. My car broke down. Um, you know, all of these various things that happen to us throughout the day. And you can, you know, pour your woes out onto the paper or you can do scripting and sit down. You know, it's like your, your vision board in, in writing, basically. So you're scripting out how you want your life to be as though it's already happening. Um, so for example, I had said I wanted to be on, you know, interviewed on the, all these amazing powerhouse women, uh, their podcast, and Julie happened to be one of them. And within a week, Julie contacted me and said, can I interview you on your, on my podcast? And this, I mean, time and time again, I can look back through my journals and look at the things that I've, I've manifested that I called in just through journaling. And the behind that is just the vibration that you're getting into and aligning with that, which you're trying to call in. And that's a whole different podcast episode on its own. But that's one of the things that I love to do is the scripting and just kind of getting back into that inner child and pretending and acting as if, you know, we grow up and we lose our ability to use our imagination and be creative. And one of my biggest life lessons has been through my children and seeing through life through their eyes and seeing how spiritually in tune they still are because nobody's taken that away from them yet. The world hasn't said, stop imagining, you know, I'm up against with my child, my son all the time. He's so creative and his imagination is so out there, right? You know, I love Wilder's imagination, but we need to bring that in a little. And I'm the mom that's like, no, <laughs> you know, like we're not going to damper that. You know, if he wants to talk about the safaris he's going to take when he's 25, let him. The more right. that he's in that energy and in that space, the more beautiful his life is going to be. But my life has done a complete 360. Um, like I said, I'm living smack dab in the middle of my dream life. I haven't hit the lotto yet, but my own jackpot has been being home with my kids. You know, my daughter's sick today. I, I can be home with her. Um, just taking it, it, it just changes your mindset to see if something does show up in your life, what is the lesson from it? There are no failures. It is just, what is the lesson? What am I here to learn? Looking at everything through this lens of curiosity. And, you know, when stuff shows up, getting into this neutral state of, you know, not getting emotional over it and just saying, you know, this has happened. What's my lesson and what's next? You know, so many areas of our life that we can do that with. If you just show up and get curious instead of angry or emotional or reactive, I mean, it can just, it's going to change your life. And I never thought that I would ever leave banking. I thought that that would be, you know, the safe thing to do forever and have the benefits. And that's how I was raised, you know, do, do not go into farming like my parents said, you know, and get a safe job and have the benefits and the retirement plan. And even in the middle of all this at 36 years old, I still hear that from my father all the time. You know, he doesn't, he's very old school and 
even though he was an entrepreneur and still is after 50 years, you, that fear-based mentality of you have to have security, you know, and I understand he just wants to keep his daughter safe and, you know, have her do what he thinks is best. But if you have some, if you have fear coming up around something, that's usually your sign that you need to just run face first into it. You know, I say the only real fear you should have is if you're facing down a bear in the woods, but you know, (laughs) if it's fear over leaving your job or leaving a relationship that you know, that isn't serving you, you know, those kind of fears, you look them in the eye and come out on the other side of that. Your comfort zone is the least comfortable place in the world for you to stay. Most of us have busy lives and we know that we're not getting the nutrients and the vitamins and the minerals that we need. So I'm always looking for easy ways to ingest them. I found one, it's called Beam Minerals. And what I find is that most of us don't get enough potassium, magnesium, and calcium. Those are the big three. And so what Beam Minerals does is it's put all these minerals in a liquid form that's easy to drink because it tastes like water. It's got all these important minerals and a whole bunch of other ones. And I find that they're really helpful. They save me time. They're easy to take. And I suggest that you give them a try. Go to Beam Minerals. B as in boy, E-A-M, minerals, plural, dot com, and use the code Julie Ryan, altogether, no space, at checkout, and you'll get 20% off your order. That's Beam Minerals, B-E-A-M, minerals, dot com, and use Julie Ryan at checkout, and you'll get a 20% discount. Give it a try and let me know what you think. Let's take a break for one couple of seconds here. I just want to mention to everybody, we do this show every Thursday night at 8 Eastern, 7 Central, and 5 Pacific. You can find this information a bunch of different places on my website, AskJulieRyan.com. If you scroll down to the bottom of the homepage, you'll see it there. It's in the show notes anywhere you download podcasts. We're on a bunch of different networks. I think it's four dozen or something like that, maybe even more. And uh, I think we're in 140 countries now around the world um, where you can download these shows. So go there. Uh, Also, I send out a blog each week. That's a question that somebody has submitted online and I answer it. And there's a reminder on there to call into the show. Angie, you know this, but to those of you that are first time listeners, I maybe have two or three interviews during the year. And uh, it's primarily every week, I would say 99.9% of the time, it's a a show that people call in and and we uh, tape the show live and then it goes up uh, and is distributed. So, and you were the first one I thought of when I needed a show that I could record ahead of time when I was going to be out of town for this wedding with my family and you were the one that came to mind. So, we were on the same wavelength and congratulations for manifesting that. 
Also, when you're on my site, sign up for a, um, an individual consult, and then I'll have a whole hour to talk with you about whatever you want to talk about. If you want me to do a medical scan or scan one of your kids or your pet or talk to a deceased loved one, do a past life thing, uh, whatever. It's really fun, and I love it because I get you for a whole hour all to myself. And then um, when you're online too, check out my training that Angie and I were talking about before the angelic attendant training. And we're limiting it to just a few people. There are only going to be 12 people that are going to be uh, in the class. And this really has the capacity to have you have you construct your life so that it's more joyful. You're going to be able to do things like Angie's doing, you know, help manifest the things that you want to do and, and really enhance your life in untold ways. I've had people send me emails and say, well, will it help me find my soulmate? And I said, yes, it will help you find your soulmate. It will help you figure out your life's purpose. It will help you create whatever you want. It will help you uh, be able to communicate with spirits, both alive and deceased. And a lot, being able to communicate with alive spirits is really handy, Ange, would you agree that, you know, if you're a caregiver and you're taking care of somebody who perhaps isn't verbal because maybe they're sick, maybe they're elderly, maybe they're a baby and they haven't become verbal yet. And mm -hmm. it gives you the ability to communicate with them telepathically. And then also our loved ones who have, who have gone on, you mentioned your grandparents. And I think that is very comforting for people and then it just can develop in in whatever ways they they want to want to move their lives with that thought i can you share with everybody what you told me about your your daughter and what she told you about your baby <laughs> this is such a great story you guys are gonna love this so one of the ways that i um love getting in my creative mind is with my daughter. She loves to color. So on December 3rd, we were coloring in her Rudolph coloring book. And we were just sitting at the dining room table. <clears throat> and how old's your daughter? She's five. Okay. And she talks to her angels all the time. And, you know, I'm very thankful I'm in the space I'm in now. So I'm not questioning that. And I'm just, you know, supporting that. And like, it's so amazing. And my son does the same as well. So she was whispering to somebody and I said, well, who are you talking to? And she goes, well, I'm talking to my angels. I said, okay, well, what are you talking to them about? And she said, um, I wanted to know if grandma was okay. So um, her grandma is, um, her father's mom is on the, you know, behind the veil. She's in spirit. And I said, well, what did they say? And she said, well, grandma said she's coming back as your child. <laughs> and I was like, Really? No. <laughs> okay. So even though I have better understanding of this now, it, threw, it still kind of threw me for a loop. And I have to say the whole, you know, idea of past lives and coming back and, you know, your soul has all of these lessons to learn. So you come back many, 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 many lifetimes, but, you know, sometimes even the same family and all of these things, it really threw me. And she just said it no, so matter-of-factly and nonchalantly. And she would have no idea that, you know, anything about past lives or souls coming back. No way. <laughs> so um, needless to say, I had been feeling pretty ill in the morning. And I, the, my first sign when I'm pregnant is I can't drink coffee. So it actually happened to be on that grandma's birthday 
that I took the pregnancy test and found out that I, yes, indeed, was pregnant. And wow. <laughs> so she, and she, you didn't know you were pregnant when she told you this. No. Grandma's coming back and she's no. coming back as your child. And, Correct. And so what do you think that was all about? Do you think that she was communicating with her grandmother? Do you think... What do you think about little kids when they come up with, you know, that those books that say kids say the strangest things? Right. I mean, absolutely. I I think that there is they're just a clear channel of divine love and just pure knowing. They don't question it. You know, they're they come to us in pure love and pure light. And even with my son, um, I had hyperemesis gravidium when I was pregnant with him. And sick all the time. And that's what Kate, that's what Kate, right. uh, Princess Kate had, right? Right, right. Yeah. So, I mean, it was, it was, it was rough. Looking back, I've heard that um, you, if you were not in a high vibration, so, you know, I wasn't in the greatest state at that point in my life and, you know, stuff was going on and just, it was rough. And if you are not in a high vibration, you have this soul coming in that is just pure light and love and just pure divine energy. Your energies are going to clash and not, you know, not mix. And I've heard, you know, some spiritual people say that hyperemesis can be caused by that difference in vibration. And I can tell you that going through that, I, you know, I was less spiritual and I was thinking, why is God punishing me, you know, from that religious brain to where I am now, this child is just such a light. I mean, people have told me his whole life that, you know, there's just something so special about him. He's such an old soul. I mean, this boy is here to just be love and light for people and, you know, smile and hugs, like just gives hugs to everybody, like just this pure ball of love and happiness, right? I don't know how else to explain that. And of course, we probably all say that about our kids, but just the things that he has come out with as well. You know, he sees, he's seen my spirit guides before and just randomly be like, mom, do you remember the guy that was sitting at the table when you were talking or connecting to your angels? And I was like, see what, you know, and then I kind of asked the questions we were talking about it and just, there's no, there's just a knowing with them. And if, how can I question it? You know, it's just pure. It's amazing. Right. Right. And, and you've heard me say, and those of you listening have heard me say over the years that once kids are about six, seven, something like that, they use they start to shut down and and apply the filters that we as adults have to mm-hmm. uh, help them really not not be so connected. Most children, and it's because they've been told by their parents and their teachers and their grandparents and others, well, honey, that's just your imagination. You really don't have an imaginary friend. You know, that's just your imagination when in essence it's true. And to your point, your kids can see them, they can communicate with them. And by you encouraging them, it allows that to that ability that we all have when we're born, it, it allows it to, to just become stronger and more trusted 
as they go along. And I, oh my gosh, I have so many stories of people calling me about what little kids have said. Their kids are now my friend's grandkids. And they're saying, you won't believe what Johnny said to his mother and and -hmm. things like that. And my own Jonathan, when he was a baby, he could see energy. And this was before I ever studied woo-woo. Um, I remember I was rocking him one night and I was giving him a bottle and he said, mommy, what's that? And he was probably a year. He was a toddler. He was very verbal early. And he pointed up to the corner of the room and I said, honey, what do you see? And he said, well, I see a red ball. Well, I knew enough to know that was a red ball of energy that he could see. I couldn't see it, but this mm-hmm. little, this toddler, toddler could see it. And I needed to validate what he was seeing. Mm-hmm. So. So good for you. I I love those stories coming from your kids. What does your husband think about all this woo-woo stuff that you and your kids do? Is he is he a participant? Does he just kind of let you do what you want to do? Does he think you're half nuts? Is he ready to run through the hills? You know what I mean? What? What does he so, think? I think if you were to ask him, he would say that he's definitely seen a change in me, you know, over the last few years and how I kind of view things and I'm like the little good angel that sits on his shoulder and says, you know, don't say that you're going to manifest it or be careful with your words. And, you know, that little ray of sunshine, because I can't have it any other way, you know, (laughs) but he, from a scientific standpoint, he definitely understands the energy and all of that. But the woo side, he, you know, I know that he can sense, he can sense things. He might not come out and say it, but I, I definitely think he is opening up to it a little more, maybe. Mm-hmm. What does he think when the kids come up with those things that they're saying? Um, he doesn't, he plays along. He doesn't um, say, oh, well, you know, you're seeing things or that's in your imagination, you know, he kind of plays along with it. And I think that helps reinforce his belief as well. I mean, if he, I have not told him the story about, um, his mom. You have not? (laughs) I have not. If he listens to the podcast. How are you doing that? Oh my gosh. I know. I think that might be a little bit much for him, but it would definitely explain her coming back into this lifetime because there's some soul things there that need to be worked out. But, um, yeah, that would probably blow his mind for sure. Um, I mean, he's accepting and he supports whatever I, you know, whatever I'm into. And he's, he's definitely a rock for me. That's for sure. It's going to be interesting, this new baby's personality to see if it does mimic what the grandma's personality was when she was alive. (laughs) I think that sometimes we see that, but, but the other thing that's interesting about it for me is, and you've heard me talk about this, that baby's energies. Uh, attached to the mom's energy field before they're conceived. And they look like orbs that you Mm -hmm. see in a photograph, maybe sometimes a family photograph, you'll see an orb in there. And somebody will say, well, the the lighting must not have been good. Well, I want the lighting. It was our digital cameras that are picking up a spirit Mm -hmm. that's there. And I find it fascinating that even adoptive children, their energy attaches to the adopted mother's energy field, which tells it, it it correlates with what I believe and have read many places, which is we choose our parents, we choose where we're born, when we're born, to whom we're born, what basic 
trajectory of our life is going to be started with our birth so that we can explore whatever it is we want to explore in this lifetime. So good for you. I I can't wait to hear what happens when your husband finds out that your daughter told, you know, told you this about the new baby coming in. Right. Yeah. Uh, And all spirits are pure love and life. So even if your mother-in-law was, you know, a little cranky or a little bit of a drama queen, it doesn't necessarily mean that this baby will be, but, but I think it's fascinating that your daughter, as little as she is, was able to share that information with you. There, there are no coincidences in life to say the least. Let me, let me ask you a question about manifesting things. You said that you write things, you journal them, you script them. Can you talk a little bit about that? And then also once you write something down, what do you do with it? Do you uh, go into, okay, I need to do these steps and these steps and these steps. And you kind of do maybe a, a, a plan, a business plan, you know what that is from banking, but, or, or, or you have kind of a, um, you know, a sequence of events that you need to go through to help that manifest. What's, what's your methodology that you use when you write down things and something comes up and it's something that you think that you want? How do you do that? How do you manifest? So it's getting, for me, it's just getting crystal clear on what it is that I'm trying to call in. <clears throat> And oftentimes we can say, you know, I want the QX80 and I want the dream house and I want X amount of dollars. But at the end of the day, it's not really the things that we are searching for. It's the feeling that those things will, having those things will bring or knowing that if I can afford the QX80, that means I'm probably swimming in some money, right? That I have some kind of financial freedom and time freedom in my life. So it's my first thing is really tuning into the feelings that I want to feel when I have those things, so to speak. So one of my secrets is I bring my kids in on the manifesting and we play this game before we go to bed every night. And it's called, where are you in your dreams? And my son especially um, loves playing this game. And basically we're just saying, you know, in my dreams at our, I'm at our dream house on rabbit run and you know, we sat on the back deck with grandma and grandpa had coffee today. So we're talking about that before we go to bed at night. And, you know, sometimes we'll have dreams about it or whatever, but it's just putting that energy out there of, you know, the imagination and creativity, but sitting down to journal it out, you know, as though it's already happened, it's in the past tense. So I woke up this morning and I had coffee on the deck. The sunrise was absolutely beautiful. Um, It feels amazing to be able to homeschool my kids. This is what I've waited so long for. Just really tapping into what that perfect day would look like. Again, as though it's in the past tense and already happened as though you've already lived it because you're basically tricking your mind. Your mind doesn't know the difference between what's real and what's not real, basically. So your subconscious and all of that, that's again, that's a different podcast, but tricking your mind into thinking that, you know, this is already in your vortex and in your awareness. So the more that you do that, the more your energy aligns with that, which you're trying to call in and the universe, its job is to take the order and align with that energy of whatever it is that you're putting out there. So whatever vibration, frequency, energy that you are putting out around those feelings that you're having of just feeling amazing and blessed and I can't believe this is my life. The universe is like, oh, she likes that. Let's give her more of that. It's just, it's universal law. 
I, you know, I don't, I could probably do a better job of explaining it, but um, that's my elevator spiel about just being in alignment. Um, it's also the knowing and not questioning. So know that it's going to come into your awareness, know that it's going to come into your reality. Everything that we dream about and ask for exists in the quantum field. We just need to align with that energy of the quantum field to call it in. So like one of my mentors said, pretend it's on the end of a vibrational string and your energy pulls that string and pulls it into your reality. So it's back to that. You have to believe more in what you can't see sometimes than what you do see. And go ahead. I'm sorry. So, so when you are doing that, do you do things to help manifest that other than just envisioning it. And what came to my mind, Ange, was we're taught if you really, I mean, certainly I was taught, we, we pray for something that we want, but that is very different from feeling like you already have it and coming from that place where it's already happened versus asking for something that you want. So is there, are there steps that you go through when you're wanting to manifest something other than you journal it, you play this game with your kids, which I love. I think that's fabulous. I've never heard of that, but I love that idea. So all of, the, all of you that are listening that have little kids, that's a great thing to do. Heck, I'm going to use it with my 26-year-old <laughs> <laughs> for his stuff. Um, but, but are there other steps that you go through uh, the other thing that comes to mind is, is I've always been taught if you want to sell your house, you plant a St. Joseph statue in the front garden, you know, facing the street, and that's going to help your your house sell. And you say this prayer to St. Joseph, and you know all of that. So, um, what are the steps, or are there steps that once you identify something that you'd like to have in your life? So two things. The first thing is that it's always your number one job, no matter what, is to always stay in joy and love and high vibration energy. So stay in the higher parts of your energy as most frequently as possible. So try not to get down. You know, if you come up against some contrast and something bad happens in your life, try not to stay there. Like don't pitch a tent in the land of negativity. The more that you stay positive and just feel absolute joy. That's why I do the things with my kids, because it's just getting back into that energy of pure love and joy and light, just staying in that frequency and not being so easily shaken. Um, the more you stay in that energy, the easier it is. There's less resistance to what you're trying to manifest. So staying you know, there's a frequency. I think the highest a human can feel vibrationally is around 800 or something, right? And most humans are around 350, 400, which is low. So the more that you can, you know, dance in your living room with your kids, have a dance party, as many things as you can do to just get your energy and your vibration up and just feeling in that state of complete happiness and joy as often as possible, that's your only job, <laughs> is to stay in that high frequency and enjoy happiness as much as you can and aligned action. Like I'm not saying sit back and think about it. Right. Cause I think so many times people think that's the key to manifesting. 
but you're taking massive aligned action towards your dreams and your goals. So, you know, as much as I get in the car sometimes and drive out to the property that I want to eventually buy someday and physically put myself in that reality and, you know, dream about it, dream about it while I'm sitting there and pulled off on the side of the road. Like just picture, Hey, my house is going to be here and it's going to be amazing getting into that physical reality. Um, what else? Just, if something doesn't, there's a difference between something not feeling good and a difference between something being out of alignment. So sometimes if it's not feeling good and there's a little bit of fear there, we need to lean into that fear a little bit more and do the thing that we're being called to do. And when it's out of alignment, it's more of this, just this gut feeling, this intuition that we talk about all the time, just that knowing that, eh, maybe that's not right for me right now, right? But the aligned action just feels like, you know, I cannot wait to get out of bed today because I have a get to do list that I get to do, not a to do list. So just staying in that state of happiness. And I know it sounds airy fairy and unicorns and rainbows, but at the end of the day, the simplest things are the most important things. And that simple thing is coming back to that state of love as much as you can and the frequency of, you know, everything that you're trying to call in is on that, that vibrational wavelength of love and joy and happiness. I, that's my best way of explaining it. Yeah. Yeah. Good, good analogies. Great explanation. I, I use the analogy of you're on the yellow brick road. And when we look too far in advance, that's when the fear comes in because we can't even begin to perceive how things are going to play out. So you get inspiration, you act on that inspiration, you're going to get more inspiration, you act on that inspiration, it's going to lead to another inspiring thought and you do that. So tell everybody again how they can find you. Do you have a website? Tell them how to find your show and, uh, and then we'll wrap up. So you can find me on Facebook at True North Tribe, Your Soul's Journey. That's my group on Facebook where um, it's a sacred community for women. And the podcast is Souls Squared, S-O-U-L-S, Souls Squared. And that's also on Facebook. You can find me hanging out there. Okay, terrific. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to to join me this week and and. Uh, what you, uh, you know, I adore you and I'm so proud of you and it's really been fun and watching you uh, go through this last few years and what a joy you are in my life. And, and I'm really looking forward to watching this expand from here. Thank you so much. You've, you've got one heck of a future that you've, you've got ahead of you and it's really fun watching it unfold for you. To everybody listening, I hope you have, you are welcome. I hope you have a great week and I'll be back with a live uh, show, live call-in show next week. So till then, everybody have a great week. Take care. Bye now. Thanks for joining us. Be sure to follow Julie on Instagram and YouTube at Ask Julie Ryan and like her on Facebook at Ask Julie Ryan. To schedule an appointment or submit a question, please visit AskJulieRyan.com.
This show is for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be medical, psychological, financial, or legal advice. Please contact a licensed professional. The Ask Julie Ryan Show, Julie Ryan and all parties involved in producing, recording, and distributing it assume no responsibility for listeners' actions based on any information heard on this or any Ask Julie Ryan shows or podcasts.